Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance channel. Today we are going to be looking at a new unique fund that offers shareholders a weekly dividend stream. That's right, dividend payments every week, every Thursday to be exact. Since most people get paid on Friday, why not get an extra payday earlier with this fund? The premise sure sounds tempting. Many investors already prefer to invest in monthly dividend paying stocks and funds because they align nicely with the frequency of most bills people pay. So why not have a dividend fund that aligns better with how we get paid for working in 9 to 5? At least in the United States. Because if you don't know, in the vast majority of other countries, people actually get paid monthly. But before we jump in with both feet and our hard-earned money, we need to dig a little deeper and see if this weekly dividend ETF is a sound investment. The ETF was launched earlier this year by SoFi. If you're not familiar with SoFi, the business was originally launched by a group of Stanford Business School students and provided alumni-funded loans to students. The company then branched out to offer student loan refinancing more broadly, and then they expanded to mortgages, personal loans, car loans, basically all types of loans. And in 2019, they launched SoFi Money and SoFi Invest, their banking and investing platforms. Fast forward to today, and SoFi Invest offers a few of their own ETFs. Amongst the six offerings, we have WKLY, a clever abbreviation on the word weekly that aligns beautifully with the premise of the fund. This fund is a first of its kind. While it isn't the first fund to pay weekly dividends, it is the first equity fund to do so. SoFi already offers another product, ticker symbol TGIF, that pays out a weekly distribution every Friday. But TGIF is a fixed income product. Let's dive into WKLY and see what it's all about. The fund will aim to provide investors with consistent weekly income by tracking the SoFi Sustainable Dividend Index that is made up of the most consistent dividend-paying companies globally. The fund looks for securities that have maintained their dividend payouts during the past 12 months, and ones that are forecasted to continue to pay dividends over the next 12 months, along with a number of additional screens aimed at identifying companies with the risk of reducing payments. Some of the additional screens are a payout ratio between 0 and 100%, a debt to equity not in the top 10% of the GBS universe when broken down by sector, a price return not in the bottom 5% of the GBS universe, and a dividend yield of 1.2 times the average yield of the GBS universe. The fund currently trades for about $51. That isn't too far from its launch price of $49 and change. The expense ratio is 49 basis points, or 0.49%. I would argue this is a rather sizable expense ratio, especially when compared to other dividend funds. But since this fund is a little unique, they can afford to charge a higher price. The fund hasn't been around long enough to evaluate its performance but maybe we can get a glimpse of what to expect by looking at its holdings. There are 365 unique holdings in the portfolio right now, with a little more than half being US companies. The fund also has sizable exposure to Canada, Switzerland, Germany, France, the United Kingdom, Japan, Australia, and Sweden. Seeking higher yields is easier when you broaden your scope outside the United States, as many quality foreign companies offer more attractive dividend yields. So I think it is likely we can expect to see a 3-4% dividend yield from this fund. Financial and consumer non-cyclical stocks make up the bulk of the portfolio, with almost 60% of the current allocation. The other 7 sectors make up the remaining 40% of the portfolio. The energy sector looks like a very small part of the portfolio with only a 1.1% allocation. Many energy stocks offer great dividend yields, but I bet a significant number of them are excluded through the sustainability screener, leading to the low allocation. The top 10 holdings as of August 13th were Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan, Procter & Gamble, Nestle, Bank of America, Pfizer, Coca-Cola, Intel, Novartis, and Cisco. These 10 companies make up a little more than 25% of the assets under management, 
so they will be very important drivers of the dividend distribution for this fund. Speaking of distributions thus far, the fund has made 13 consecutive weekly dividend payments to their shareholders. All the dividend payments have been a cool 2 cents per share, paid out right on schedule every Thursday since late May of this year. Based on this payout and the current price of the fund, the dividend yield clocks in right around 2%. That is a rather weak dividend yield in comparison to some of the competing monthly dividend funds that also have lower expense ratios. I imagine the distribution amount will increase in the future, but I don't want to make any assumptions for the fund. The problem with the weekly dividend payment is that the fund needs to forecast the expected dividend income it will receive in the future, and then ration the incoming dividends into a consistent weekly payout. The prospectus states that around year-end, the fund will top off shareholders with any leftover dividends. So on top of a consistent weekly dividend paycheck, shareholders are likely to see a nice bonus payment around year-end. However, theoretically, shareholders will receive dividend payments slower than they are paid out by the underlying assets. Because whenever an underlying position distributes a dividend payment, it may need to cover the fund's dividend payment for the upcoming two or three weeks. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The only upside I see to this fund right now is that it will aggregate the dividend stream of the included 365 companies into a consistent weekly payment stream for its shareholders. Aside from that, there really isn't anything special about this fund, and it does carry a hefty price tag. Technically, you could do the same exact thing this fund aims to do with any other dividend fund. It doesn't matter if that fund makes monthly or quarterly distributions. Let me break down an example for you. Say you own SPHD, the high-dividend, low-volatility fund from Charles Schwab, that pays a monthly dividend. It currently trades for about $45, so it'll be a fairly similar comparison to WKLY. SPHD declared the first 7 monthly distributions for 2021 in the middle of January this year. So as a shareholder, you could pretty reasonably estimate the level of dividend income your position will produce over this period of time. And you can take that estimated income and divide it by the number of weeks during this period, and pay yourself a consistent weekly dividend distribution. Obviously this involves more work for you personally, but it could save you a few bucks if the fund you use has a smaller fee. Say for example you own 10,000 shares of SPHD. This position would generate $9,112 of dividend income during the first 7 months of 2021. Since the first dividend payment from SPHD in 2021 was paid out on January 29th, you could comfortably pay yourself $303 of dividend income each Thursday, starting on February 4th and continuing until August 26th. The equivalent investment in WKLY would generate only $174 of weekly income, but WKLY hasn't been around for as long as SPHD. And these two funds each have a different objective, so we cannot compare them based on the income they produce. SPHD seeks a higher dividend yield, while WKLY focuses more on dividend sustainability. And I think the income from WKLY will increase in the future, simply because the underlying assets should generate a higher dividend yield than the fund is currently distributing. The example I just gave about SPHD would only be a useful approach to take if you are actively relying on your dividend income to fund your life. And if you really want to have a steady weekly payment stream, most long-term dividend investors have built up a lot of patience during their investing journey and can reasonably budget their monthly or quarterly dividend streams to fund their lifestyle. If you are still in the growth stage of your investing career, it would make absolutely no sense to use a weekly dividend payment approach with a monthly or quarterly fund. 
All dividend income should be reinvested as soon as it is received, unless you are attempting to time the market. But that is a whole other animal that I won't get into. Look, a consistent weekly dividend income stream sounds very nice, especially for someone looking to transition from receiving a weekly paycheck to living off dividend income. You could certainly create this income stream fairly easily by yourself using a similar approach as I used in my example. Of course, if you own multiple funds or individual stocks in your portfolio, the amount of work required to plan out a weekly distribution schedule would increase greatly and may not be worth the trouble. Or instead, you could let WKLY take care of it for you in exchange for a 0.49% fee they charge. That comes out to be $49 per year on every $10,000 invested. In case you're wondering about dripping this weekly dividend stream, the fund does not allow automatic dividend reinvestment right now, but individual brokerages may offer such a service individually. I personally will have to pass on this fund right now. I am not using my dividend income to fund my life, and therefore I have little need for the weekly distribution schedule that seems to be the main and possibly only positive feature for this fund. I do think the fund will attract a good number of investors, as many people are in the position where consistent cash flow is the primary objective. I'll have to revisit this fund in a few years to see how well it performs, and if they are able to stick to their consistent weekly dividend payment schedule. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to consume this content in a video format, you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.